This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. In this episode, we're talking about the Oklahoma spook lights. That's correct, the Oklahoma Oklahoma spook lights. Now, this is a subject that kind of balances on the edge of the paranormal. We don't know what these things are. Some sort of ultra-dimensional things. Some people think they're ghosts. Some people think these things are a long-standing UFO phenomena. And we find the Oklahoma spook lights, I mean, they're a mysterious and captivating phenomena. And they're characterized by these inexplicable recurring lights that appear in a remote area near the town of Quapaw, Oklahoma. And now they do appear in other places across the U.S., but right now we're talking about these ones here in Oklahoma. And these elusive lights, they've intrigued and puzzled residents and visitors for generations. Now they manifest as glowing orbs or eerie luminous formations in the night sky. And despite numerous scientific investigations and local legends that try to explain their origin, the source of these lights is still elusive kind of adds an element of intrigue to this really enduring natural mystery. Now, from the historical accounts of Oklahoma spook lights, they date back over a century at least, and they're shrouded in mystery and folklore. Located near the small town Quapaw in northeastern Oklahoma, this natural phenomena has fascinated and bewildered generations of observers. Now, the earliest documented sightings of the spook lights date back to the late 19th century, at least as far as you know, modern civilization knows. And these reports emerged as far back as the 1860s. And the lights typically appear in a secluded area known as the Devil's Promenade. This is an expanse of remote countryside near the Oklahoma-Missouri border. You may have heard about these lights happening in and around Joplin, Missouri as well. So local Native American tribes, including the Osage and Quapaw, have long held that these legends about these mysterious lights, attributing them to the spirits of lost warriors or other supernatural entities. It's kind of what we've seen happen down there in Georgia and North Carolina, but a lot of the natives say, hey, these are the women, the wives of the warriors that died in these long ago battles. And you kind of see the same thing happening here. These these uh, native folklore uh, rising up around this these apparitions, this phenomena, whatever you want to call them. Now, one of the most significantly early accounts comes from a Quapaw settler named Jake Vanaman in the early 20th century. Vanaman claimed to have seen the lights in the early 1900s and reported them to be eerily bright and capable of, of performing bizarre maneuvers. His account sparked the interest of both locals and scientists alike, leading to the first organized investigations into the phenomena. Of course, this is 1900, so you can be pretty sure they weren't drones back then. So over the years, numerous researchers, journalists, and paranormal enthusiasts have visited the area to witness and study the spook lights. Now, these investigators 
yielded various theories, including suggestions that the lights were reflections from passing trains, atmospheric anomalies, or geological processes, but none of these explanations provided a definitive answer. And the thing is, you'll even find articles online saying, you know, spook lights debunked. Well, they just love to put this whole debunking thing out here, even when whatever they're trying to debunk hasn't been close to debunked. So the Oklahoma spook lights became a subject of national tension in the mid-20th century, you know, in the 50s and 60s, when they were featured in publications and documentaries. Now, one notable investigation involved scientists from the U.S. Geological Society who conducted research in the area, but weren't able to reach a conclusive explanation. Throughout the decades, the spook lights have continued to appear intermittently and captivating new generations of curious onlookers, and local residents have embraced the phenomena, and it has become part of the community's identity, even inspiring an annual festival celebrating the lights. And we see that a lot with these UFO phenomena, where you know, the local businesses try to exploit it a little bit, but that's fine, I think, because it helps bring awareness to these things. Now, to this day, the Oklahoma spook lights remain an unsolved uh, mystery, and they defy explanation and add to the rich tapestry of this area for the American folklore. Whether they are the product of natural forces or something more otherworldly, these lights continue to ignite the imagination and curiosity of those who venture to witness their mesmerizing display. And they really are something. Now, I want to look at this uh, first article here from onlyinyourstate.com, and it talks a little bit about it, and it's kind of going with the tourism side. It says, the mysterious Oklahoma road, you absolutely must drive at least once. And this was, uh, came out November 17th, 2022, it says by Ashley. Uh, there are many mysteries in Oklahoma, and one of them lies on East 50th Street in the small town of Peoria, also known as Spook Light Road. This mysterious road has a long and confirmed history of unexplained lights flashing in the distance. It's baffled visitors and scientists for over half a century, and everyone should drive on it at least once in their lifetime. Is this weird area really a haunted road in Oklahoma? And then it says, take a look. It's got a little map here. You can see this. I'll go ahead and I'll put a link to this on the Buy Me A Coffee website. It's got some pictures here from back in the 50s. And it's got uh, this a couple ladies here, and they're actually standing there taking a picture of this. looks like two orbs, a large one on top and then a smaller one on the bottom. It says, no one can give an accurate account of where the lights come from, nor can any two people describe the lights in the same words. And that's interesting. So oftentimes these types of uh, phenomenon almost are personalized. Definitely there's something going on here with the observer effect. Now, they tell us, despite thousands of hours of combined research, scientific evidence explaining this strange phenomenon's cause still remains inconclusive. Some people think the lights are paranormal activities. Others think it could be aliens, but no matter what you think, it's a hair-raising experience to drive down the road after dark. During World War II, the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers spent weeks in the area with the latest scientific equipment. They left just as baffled as when they arrived. Despite thousands of hours of combined research, scientific evidence explaining the strange phenomena's cause still remains inconclusive. If you enjoy visiting mysterious places, make sure you visit this road on, on the Oklahoma-Missouri border. It's got a little video you can watch here. Now it says directions to Spook Light Road, and then it gives you the directions here. When it comes to mysteries in Oklahoma, this is pretty intriguing. And then it goes on down here and has some more list of things you can do there. The pictures are great on this site. Um, 
it just shows that this has been going on for, you know, 50, 60, 70 years, just in modern times. Now, I found um, some mention of this on Reddit, and it was kind of fun to just go through and look at the comments that people made that had been from, from around there. And the contributor on this is uh, is Blitzballer, and it says, The spook light, a mysterious visual phenomena allegedly experienced by witnesses in a small area known as the Devil's Promenade, on the border between southwestern Missouri and northeast Oklahoma. And they, so they got a pretty old picture here. This is this post is from quite a while ago, actually, nine years ago. You can go take a look. Like I said, I'll put it in the Buy Me a Coffee website. As always, thanks to the people that uh, contribute over there. And if you're listening, uh, do me a favor and hit the like, subscribe, follow button, whatever platform you're on. It really helps the program. Now, this says, I've gone hunting for that one before. I never saw it, but my father claims he has. There is a specific road in Hornet that is supposed to be on supposed to be on that cars line up most summer nights, but the original road it was seen on is much harder to find. The original road there used to be a home that the owner turned into a museum of the spook light, but I believe someone else owns that house and chases people off that come looking for the spook light or the museum. Yeah, you find out sometimes these things end up appearing over prior property and people don't appreciate big crowds out there, I suppose. Now, this one here says, My father lives just across 144 from the Spook Road. It does not stay confined to just one road. The thing followed us home one time, on down a dirt road that parallels the interstate, until we turned on his road and it stayed as heavenly course. This might seem to support the headlight theory spotted in this thread, but there's no explanation for things I've heard and even felt out there. Past the end of that same road where he lives, over the gate, across an old wagon trail, littered with arrowheads and half-disintegrated cookpots and a mattress frame that a mature tree has grown through, there's a small cemetery that is reported to have a witch's grave. Being out there at night, I feel as if I'm one of the few men who have dared to be there past dark in a hundred years. But I can't help but feel as my presence is barely being tolerated. It's as if my family has a tentative lease on our land there, and it is actually and it actually belongs to older things. I've never seen anything out there in the superstitious vein beside the spook light, to be sure, but there are sure but there as assuredly I have heard things, metallic screeches. There have no, that have no business so far from people and so late at night. I put my girlfriend to crying and me scampering inside for a gun. When I came back out, I followed the sound as it shrunk into the woods down the wagon trail. My father is half mad and claims to be haunted by some two dozen ghosts out there. The whole area of Devil's Promenade is littered with landmarks bearing the Devil's name or signature of fire, the Devil's Biscuits. The Devil's Promenade itself, when the Quapaws were forcibly removed to this place, they saw the devil promenading on a high bluff across the water, and many drowned as they tried to ford the river there. The Hoffman Mansion that burned down after the inhabitants died, like so many other houses in this area, which seems to relish a good fire. Little People's Bridge, which is in Devil's Hollow, said to be watched over by what, by what Indians call Little People, and what my loon father calls Tree People, always thieving from his property. I have come across apparent animal sacrifices in Devil's Hollow near the mansion once on Friday the 13th nonetheless. In this corner of the state, in the Ozark foothills, you are not welcome. If my father doesn't scare you off, the witch will curse you from hell. The little people will, will harry you and steal off from your property. The spook light will spook you. Ghost wagons will make you 
to yourself. If you're even more unfortunate, you might cross paths with the devil himself dancing between the Spring River and the desecrated graveyard at the burnt ruins of the mansion. Yeah, it sounds like kind of an unfriendly place. And that's one person's experience. Another person says, despite the in, despite the fact that it is named after a small unincorporated community, unincorporated community in Missouri, from which it most from which it is most commonly accessed, the light is most commonly described as being visible from inside the Oklahoma border, looking to the west. The spook light is commonly described as a single ball of light, or tight grouping of lights that is said to appear in the area regularly, usually at night. Although the description of the light is similar to that of other visual phenomena witnessed throughout the world, the term spook light, when standing alone, generally refers to this specific case. Numerous legends exist that attempt to describe the origin of the spook light, one of which involves the ghost of two young Native American lovers looking for each other. Explanation for the light's appearance vary widely from the extraordinary to the mundane. The area of Oklahoma in which the light is seen is very hilly and forested, and out to the west of where the light is seen lies Interstate 44. It has been suggested that the headlights of cars seen over the hills explain the light's appearance, which is sometimes said to bob up and down and dance or even split into two multiple globes of light. In William Lee Heat's Moon's 2008 book Roads to Quez, the author suggests that the lights seen at the end of E-50 are explained perfectly by the fact that the road aligns directly with Route 66, the interstate, and the river valley below, some 10 miles apart. He also claims that the earlier lights of the, the light from E-40 Road, one block to the north, are explained by an earlier alignment of Route 66 to the north to the town of Quapaw, Oklahoma, and also align with E-40 Road. The author suggests that there are no reliable sightings of the light in any location but directly west along the road and therefore explainable by the Route 66 connection. Well, the problem I have with this is a lot of times you've got these debunkers that come along and they'll just ignore the evidence that doesn't agree with them. And so when they say no other reliable accounts, um, they're not giving you any information to show that every single account that was presented to them was unreliable. So I, I question that part of the explanation. Gazana says, one legend details an old lost miner, and the spook light is actually his lantern. This explanation results from the spook light situated in an area with a past of intense lead and zinc mining in southwest Missouri and northeast Oklahoma. However, most people prefer to state that they cannot explain the almost nightly appearance of mysterious lights in the area, and descriptions of the lights date back to an era prior to the highway's construction. Other explanations for the light's appearance include atmospheric gases being affected by electrical fields. A University of Arkansas professor studied the light in the 1960s and suggested that it was from a fixed object. Well, that seems interesting too. And then we'll finish up with this article here from FarmersAlmanac.com. It says, The spook light, this creepy glowing orb, might give you nightmares. The mysterious flickering light that appears in the backwoods of Missouri might just have you spooked. What exactly is a spook light? Find out if you dare, and this is dated October 18th, 2022. One of the oddest and weirdest stories in the heartland of America is that of the spook light, a glowing orb that appears near the border of Missouri and Oklahoma in an area known as the Devil's Promenade. The bouncing, colorful light has been a mystery for hundreds of years, so what's behind this eerie phenomenon? The light is also known as the Devil's Jack-O-Lantern, Hornet Spook Light, Hollis Light, and the Joplin Spook Light, but each of these names gives you the rough idea. It's spooky. 
The spook light has been witnessed by Native Americans and others since the early 1830s during the days of the Trail of Tears. Now think about that. People have been seeing this thing since the early 1830s, you know, 200 years almost. It's probably not cars. No one knows for sure what the spook light actually is, but it is commonly described as a single ball of light or a type grouping of lights. Varying in size from the size of a baseball to the size of a basketball, that appears to be in the area frequently, usually at night, no matter the time of year. So we'd probably call these things orbs, maybe the UFO type orb. Sometimes a ball of light remains still, other times it moves with active vibration. Folklore and legends say it's either the devil with a lantern warning the earth or the soul of a Confederate soldier. Another tale involves the ghost of two young Native American lovers searching for each other in the night sky. One of the earliest written reports of the spook light was in 1936 from the Kansas City Star, though the legend has been around for almost 100 years before its official documentation. Say so what causes the spook light? Well, some speculate that it could be anything from natural gas leak out of the earth to car lights in the distance, reflecting off a river a few miles away. However, these strange lights have been reported since the 1880s before cars in the woods, over the land, and even in the backyards. In 1946, a team of investigators from the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers studied the spook light, but there were no concrete findings that seemed a logical source for the orb. And now you would think that if the government investigated this and there was any way they could have debunked it, they would have. And then it talks a little bit about the attractions here. It says the spook light is very popular, especially around Halloween. Automobile transportation made it possible for even more people to visit these rumored haunted country roads. Curiosity seekers have been coming from far and wide for years, trying to spook themselves and witnesses and witness a spook light firsthand. And today, if you pull into southwest Missouri, the odds of someone being able to give you the proper direction to the mysterious lights are pretty high. Huh. And it's got a couple couple of good pictures here. This is something that we see. It kind of goes on through the southern United States especially. It's these odd, strange, orb-glowing lights that show up. Sometimes singularly in this case, or maybe one or two. Sometimes there'll be maybe a half a dozen or a dozen of them like we see down there in North Carolina and West Virginia. Whatever is happening, it hasn't been properly uh, documented as a natural uh, phenomenon. They'll try to say that it's cars or trains, even when it's nowhere near a highway. Sometimes it's near a highway, but that highway wasn't there 100 years ago when, when they begin seeing these things. Some people go for the paranormal explanation. I think that's just easier for them. But to me, these things look like some type of a UFO, some type of an orb craft, just their energy source, whatever it is. These could be the real multidimensional, interdimensional craft phenomena, whatever you want to call them, that we're looking for. That's really going to open up the key to what this whole UFO thing is all about. Until next time, this is UFO Warning, over and out.